Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Inside Access with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 1057 The Fan. It is 5 o'clock on a Monday, which means it's happy hour with Bobby DePaul, who joins us courtesy of the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline, also courtesy of the Bobby DePaul Charities and those who support them. And Bobby D., as we always do, explain the song. Snoop came from the bad side of the draft, college free agency, and he may get looked down upon because of it, but Snoop said, hang on a minute. It's not how you start the game. It's how you finish the game. And he delivered another Ravens victory Monday. So let's talk some Ravens football. Well, Bobby, part of the reason it, it was so rough for him at times was, man, the pass protection really suffered. What did you think of the left tackle rotation and, and how bad was it for young Daniel Falele? How many times have you guys heard me say pass protection is a team effort? Yeah. In this case, the word team had a lot to do with the pressure applied by the Broncos. The worst thing about it is the Broncos didn't really show this type of quarterback pressure coming into the game. All year long, you hear me talk about the total combination of sacks and quarterback hits coming into the, you know, to the game with the Broncos, and they were really, you know, below average uh, pass rushing unit with, you know, averaging about four a game. Yesterday, the Broncos had four sacks and five quarterback hits for a total of nine. Yes, Daniel Falale stuck out, but he was just getting reps for the first time since his injury weeks ago. So, you know, to me, it kind of gets a pass. Sure. Knock the rust off a little. I think it was smart to get him reps, whether it was planned or not. There is no way to simulate game day pass pro but game day. Teams just don't practice live during the week anymore. The Ravens had to get him reps in, in, in case something happened long-term to Patrick McCarry, and he, he did get an ankle yesterday. Falale is the next man up, and getting him back up to speed will be critical if Ronnie Stanley continues to stay out any longer. Especially, you know, Patrick McCarry has to sit out a game. I mentioned team earlier, and each guy took a turn getting beat. 
Offensive linemen Ben Powers, Kevin Zeitler, Tyler Linderbaum, and even running backs Kenyon Drake and Justice Hill, Mm -hmm. along with tight end Josh Oliver made contributions. A team effort. In addition, Tyler Huntley had to come into the game cold, so he had to knock off the rust also. At times yesterday, Tyler's Huntley, you know, Tyler Huntley's footwork drifted back instead of stepping up within the pocket, causing the edge rush. The, the job of the edge rushers, you know, their edge protectors, is to ride the pass rusher up and around the pocket. So you really can't blame them for doing their jobs. Huntley just needed to knock the rust off, you know, and, and uh, get his, you know, get his timing down. Not, you know, that's how I see it. Nobody should uh, expect any player who hasn't taken any game reps to be perfect. It's not reality. So to me, to the fans, just take a chill pill. Bobby D, growing concern with the run game. Another day where the running backs don't get much of anything. Yesterday, the second-ranked rushing attack in the NFL struggled to run the ball, and high expectations are tough to sustain in this league. But the reality of the Ravens' rushing attack has always been running back by committee and quarterback Lamar Jackson, who has always been the most consistent producer you know, for the Ravens, averaging 6.8 yards per carry, was injured early. So that's a big missing piece of production from the equation yesterday. The other thing that has been missing the last couple of weeks has been explosive runs of plus 20 yards or more. Big runs usually juice the stats, and that's been missing, guys. Quarterback Tyler Huntley did a great job running the ball yesterday, averaging 4.1 yards per carry, especially with the big fourth down conversions and the big run up the middle for the late TD to win the game. I thought running back Kenyon Drake fared well with a 4.1-yard average, but only seven carries. Gus Edwards has struggled the last couple of weeks, only averaging 3.3 against Jacksonville and 2.0 this week. So he's not the same guy coming back off his injuries. He's kind of playing himself back into shape. It's almost like preseason. I do think the defensive teams are really doing a great job handling the power edge runs. Mm. You know, you know that's, that's what's going on right now. And I can see the Ravens making subtle adjustments, you know, with their blocking scheme to get it up and going. But it's been a challenge. Coach Roman even called more receiver Duvernay Jeff sweeps yeah. yesterday. And the Broncos played the last two great after the first one went for 10 yards. Life in the NFL is about making adjustments. And right now the adjustments have been a challenge to the scheme. And player injuries have been a roller coaster for the offensive skill positions. Player instability hurts execution. The ground game has hit a rough road running over potholes right now. And they just need to keep working to fill those holes. Snoop would have a couple throws he'd want back, that interception primarily, Bobby, and I'm not sure there was a ton of separation from those receivers. So how would you rate his performance overall? Last week we talked about how Lamar Jackson should be prepared to be patient because of concerns dealing with one of the top secondaries in the NFL. The big concern was dealing with their ability to disguise and pre-snap by always giving the same umbrella too deep look versus what they actually do post-snap. Then Lamar Jackson gets hurt, and Tyler Huntley gets thrown to the wolves with very little preparation. Sometimes I think they almost plan it this way, so he doesn't have to think about it all yeah. week coming in. I mentioned how disciplined the Broncos' secondary is in disguising coverages and, and how good they are at taking angles and attacking the ball and making deep-to-short open-field tackles, limiting yards after the catch. 
I also mentioned I thought their weakness was handling the edge running game. And I thought that would be the answer by forcing the secondary down in the box quicker. And that didn't happen yesterday. By Denver stuffing the edge run with their front seven, they were able to hang back in coverage and keep everything in front of them and play match coverage within the zone. That's kind of man-for-man concepts within the zone. Uh Denver played quarters coverage 33.3% of the time yesterday versus only 12% you know, on a season average. Quarters coverage is that umbrella look. Because the Ravens struggled to establish the running game, they had to take what the defense was dictating to them, and it was a bunch of balls thrown five to six yards down the field. They did try to take some shots, but nothing broke free. They even tried a very unwise trick play yeah. that uh-huh. stopped a promising drive when receiver James Prochet, who they reported yesterday hasn't thrown a pass in high school or college or anything that they could track, you know, track yeah. down, right in the coverage. The Ravens only had one 20-plus explosive play yesterday, and that was uh, with Mark Andrews in that 20-yard you know, catch-and-run early, you know, early in the second quarter. That's it. In addition, the Ravens only had one 15 uh, yards or more play, and that was the last play before the half. Another catch by Mark Andrews as time expired for 16 yards. Basically, the Ravens were forced to play pitch and catch all day. Huntley tried to force a sideline throw, to Mark Andrews after being pressured, and that led to an INT. But overall, he did perform based off what was available. After throwing the interception, Huntley finished the game completing 13 straight passes. Huntley also finished the game with a completion percentage of 84.4%. You can't ask for much more than that from a backup NFL quarterback coming in off the bench. Bobby D, you told us Broncos rookie tight end Greg Dulcich could be a problem. He had six catches for 85 yards. What was going on with coverage on him? The only thing the Ravens strove to do yesterday was handle rookie tight end Greg Dulcich. Dulcich caught six balls for 85 yards for a 14.2-yard average with a long second-half catch of 30 yards that almost set up a late field goal yeah. that could have secured a Broncos victory by making, a, you know, making it a two-possession game. The long 30-yard catch was a breakdown by the safeties, either Chuck Clark or uh, Geno Stone. Both were down on the box for some reason, and both were covering the same guy with no, you know, nobody with deep center of the field. It looked like a busted coverage to me. That's what 13 personnel actually does to defense. They're not used to playing play action, and I actually talked about that on Friday coming in, using that package yeah. to, to, to get the ball to him. We warned him on Friday about the rookie, so nobody – can blame 105.7 the fans for the advanced guy to report breakdown, guys. You tried to tell him, Bobby. Anything else stand out to you about this ugly win? Well, let me just finish up this secondary. Overall, I did think the Ravens' secondary did play more aggressive breaking downhill in coverage compared to last week when they looked soft. You know, Russell Wilson, he completed 77.3%, but only threw for 189 yards. So the Ravens did a better job limiting the yards mm-hmm. after catch, similar to what the Broncos' defense did to the Ravens' offense yesterday. The big deep ball to Jerry Judy for that 40-yard catch was Geno Stone playing the deep middle, which maybe he should have been on the play on the tight end catch. And to me, uh, he just didn't play the ball well enough. You know, it looked like you know he was in position, but just struggled to close fast mm-hmm. enough. You know, uh, you know he's got he got his feet tangled up. In terms of anything else standing out, look. Last night, you know, I'm watching tape all night. I think I've probably had about two hours of sleep. 
But I read something late last night. Get this. The former Ravens quarterback, Josh Johnson, was signed off the Denver yep. Broncos yeah. practice Your guy. to the 49ers. If the if the Ravens fans are wondering why it looked like the Broncos had the Ravens offensive playbook yesterday, maybe they actually did. <laughs> Bobby D, game balls? Defensively, hey. Veteran J- Jason Pierre-Paul came to play, guys. He probably, you know, you, you, you know, you saw him. He's just active, you know, stymied the, you know, the run game. The guy's playing. I tell you what, that guy's trying to play like a Raven. There's no doubt in my mind. It, uh, Roquan Smith, another guy that came yeah. on, uh, continues to set the stone for the defense. He led the, uh, led the team combined tackles with 11, two tackles for a loss. Number 92, Justin Matabuke, two, two, only two combined tackles. But he was really playing stout at the point of attack all day, you know, freeing up the linebackers so they could run free to make these plays. And Queen was right uh, right behind uh, Roquan Smith. Offensively, Mark Andrews. He had a big fourth down conversion with second effort because he was stuck. Yeah. It looked like a one-yard loss. And then, you know, he had the only explosive play for 22 yards, you know, and he led the receivers with 53 yards and, and the 13.3-yard average. Look, Snoop. Whatever you want to call this guy, Tyler Huntley, he, he got better as the game went on. And he finished with an 84.4% completion percentage. You know, he converted two fourth downs, and then he had the goal line run for a touchdown. It was a big coming out party for Tyler Huntley. I know it wasn't a lot of points, but you could just see him getting better and gaining his confidence. And that bodes well for him yeah. uh, coming off the bench if he gets called upon again. And let me just mention two special teams guys. Daryl Worley, number 41, two solo tackles. Kevin Seymour, number 25. Yeah. He's the guy we talked about in preseason who looked like he was battling for a corner, you know, role. Yep. That guy should be playing a little defense. He's been stuck on special teams, you know, just working his way back in from the uh, preseason injury. He's ready to play a little corner. Bobby DePaul, let the people know about the Bobby DePaul charities and those who support them. ID Technologies, Dell, and Ruckus Networks are proud to support Bobby DePaul charities as a means to provide help to kids who struggle from unexpected hardships. Together, this team is committed to giving back while helping deliver world-class wireless network solutions to federal agencies who need to be able to seamlessly connect over secure and reliable Wi-Fi networks. Visit www.idtech.com forward slash the fan to download our free wireless stress test report showing how the Ruckus Wi-Fi 6 Cloud Managed Access Points outperformed its competitors. Please visit the ID Tech website and look for the Walking with Anthony Foundation donation link, a foundation that helps kids to pay for rehab from devastating spinal cord injuries. Bobby DePaul, great work as always, my friend. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy your happy hour. Steelers up next, guys. (laughs) Hey, coming up next here on the program, John Harbaugh had his weekly Monday press conference. You'll find out what he had to say. An update on Lamar Jackson. That's next here on The Fan. Inside Access. 1057 The Fan. Severe weather alert. Torrential rainfall expected. Purple rain. 
Inside access to the castle with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. Brought to you by Life Med Institute. When we get sick, it sucks. Get the fuel you need at Life Med Institute with vitamin booster shots. Call 410 575 1200 or go to lifemedinstitute.com and boost your defense. He's been through the MRIs, and uh, I would say it's kind of week to week. You know, it's going to be a weekly thing. So. As the week goes on, we'll see for this week. It's probably less likely for this week, but it's not impossible. After that, it'll become more and more likely. Isaiah likely. And then, so it doesn't sound like he's going to play Sunday. That was John Harbaugh talking about Lamar Jackson. He's not this was from his press conference today, earlier today. Uh, I would suspect Tyler Huntley is the starting quarterback Sunday. Huntley will get every starting rep possible this week. This week will be all about Huntley. They'll see where Lamar is a week from now. My suspicion is he will still be nursing a knee injury that will keep him out multiple weeks. And, uh, yeah, I think you're looking at two games with Snoop at a minimum, and then we'll have to see how Lamar's feeling. But uh, if you've listened to Harbs over the years, he's he's there's some obvious clues there, Bone. And you know immediately following the game, or day-to-day, yes. week-to-week, well, maybe Sunday against the Steelers would be in play. He said it's not impossible, but it's not likely at all. And early spread for this game – Steelers three-point favorites. Over-unders 37 points, and I think we could, oh, be, it's in gonna be, ugly. <laughs> we could be in store for another it's ugly game. It's going to be another too. ugly football game. Hey, coming up next year on the program, we're going to hit the corner. Orioles in on some free agents. Haven't made a big move yet. There have been a couple big moves in Major League Baseball, though. We'll recap that next here on The Fan. Inside Access. Inside Access to the Orioles. Brooks. Cal. With Jason, Ken, the fan. Sponsored by Home Life Roofing and Remodeling. Call Home Life Roofing and Remodeling today for your free estimate and to learn more about their $47.99 roof and gutters offer. Visit homeliferoofing.com or call 410-864-0178. Orioles are among the other teams in Major League Baseball at the winter meetings in San Diego. They have not made a major move yet. They just made another minor league signing today. Uh, Signing a guy uh, I, quite frankly, have... Never heard of. Uh, I will give you his name momentarily. They signed uh, minor league pitcher Ofredi Gomez, who had a 5-1-9 ERA for the Phillies last year in the minor leagues. Well, you're burying some leads. They've done a bunch of stuff since we last convened. Well, yeah, they did sign. Kyle Gibson? Yeah, and I do like Kyle Gibson. I I, I like Kyle Gibson for a while. And Kyle Gibson? And we had this debate about Jordan Lyles, and I kept saying, 11 million feels high to me, like... If he'll come back for half that plus incentives, maybe. Yeah. They got Gibson reportedly for around five. Yeah. And if you look at Gibson's numbers, and I know I, I threw out FIP last week and, and uh yeah, I don't know Dinosaur Boy had Fielding a conniption. independent pitching. Yeah, it's not it's not that hard of a concept. Yeah. When you look, look at, at that, you know, he's in Philadelphia <laughs> where there are a bunch of butchers in the field. Obviously, one of the reasons Gibson came here, according to Ken Rosenthal, yeah, is infield defense, Adley Rutschman moving the wall back. The dimensions all play to him. Um, so, yeah, you look at his fielding independent pitching, his ERA should have been lower. Um, there's a lot of plays that should have been made for him that the average team wouldn't. The Orioles should have above average infield defense um, and outfield defense. So yeah. I like the signing. He's been durable enough. Um and with what they've done with pitchers, I think he can eat the innings that Lyles yes. ate and, and then For some. less money, yeah. Do you like the Franchi Cordero signing? Look, 
he's a stat cast darling. You look at his exit velocities, his average exit velocities, and his peak exit velocities, and they jump off the charts. Now, the problem is there's a whole bunch of strikeouts and bad at-bats that come between them. But, like, for a million-dollar two-way deal, right, majors or minors, I think he has options left. Like, I have – what's there not to like about that? Yeah, it's a no – it's basically a no risk. They've got pe- nobody in the organization. There's no hot shot behind Mountcastle, right? Like, Kobe Mayo is still 20 years old. Yeah. I think he's going to end up at first base at some point next year, but, like, he's going to restart double-A. And he's young for double-A as it is, and he's really young for double-A considering with COVID and everything else, he didn't get as many professional at-bats as you would have liked coming out of that 2020 draft. So, like, Just don't put Franchi Cordero in the field. He can't. He, you don't want that glove. No, but I think he'll be playing, like, again, I'm pretty sure he has options. I think he'll be playing at Norfolk and somebody gets hurt and you need a bat as a DH or a first baseman. Yeah, I don't want to put him in the outfield. Um, but, dude, I'm old enough to remember... Taron Vavra and Anthony Santander and all these guys taking reps at first base because yeah. we don't have an emergency first baseman. Sure. Right? And then they got Aguilar, and he didn't hit, and he can't really catch. No. And we were talking about this yesterday, Ken, at the casino where it's Gibson or Cordero, and it's it's always amusing, even with the uh, minor league signing that they made today, everyone's like, oh, my God, what's well, happening? Fans are losing their minds because they signed Kyle Gibson. Yeah, and it's like, all right, guys, let's you know pump the brakes. We should have well, kept winter meetings, winter well, meetings right now. And Gibson, to your this is Jordan Lyles at half the price. He was a part of a team that was in the World Series last year, even though he didn't pitch many innings in the postseason. But he was an all-star in 2021. He ate 160-plus innings last year. He's a veteran. He's going to be 35 years old. If he's that back-end guy, thumbs up. There's still going to be more moves made. Yeah, let, let's get to a couple of the major Major League Baseball signings that were made today, Jason. Number one, the, the big one. Trey Turner, 11 years, $300 million with a full no-trade clause to the Phillies. The 2030 Phillies are going to be really interesting. Like, what does what do Trey Turner and and uh, right Harper. field, Harper, look, Harper. Like, look like well, in 2030? He's right now. Um, but look, this guy can play. He's Trey Turner's a five-tool stud for now. He's good, Tim. Uh, and it was pretty teams. obvious that the Phillies were getting a shortstop, whether it was him or whether it was Dansby Swanson. I think those were the two you heard the most about. Um, yeah, I'm sure a guy like Xander Bogarts is looking at that, saying, "Okay, that that I like that money. That that guy got ten years. That's good. That's good for me." Um, I don't know. Boston's a weird team. Boston's just kind of sitting on their hands. Yeah. But no, that that's obviously a long commitment. Don't move Bryson Stott. To second base, right? Gene Segura is not in their plans anymore. So I, I get all that. The Verlander thing is pretty. I mean, they, I, everybody knew he'd get forty, but forty three a year for two. I'll take Verlander at two for forty three over Jacob Degrom five at whatever he got. When that guy can't seem to to stay healthy a whole season, this guy just won the Cy Young a year I ago. I get it, but he's forty years old. I, he just won the Cy Young this year. Yeah, and this year, and it's only a two year. Yeah. Sell a $43 million. Plus, Kate year. Upton is that much closer now to Baltimore. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really like, I don't know that that's the waters that do you I like expected DeGrom? the Orioles, do you, do you Orioles like, to be in. Uh, do you like the DeGrom signing in Texas? I don't like five years for his with his durability yeah, issues. That's the no. thing. But I don't, I don't like, I, I don't love either of these. I mean, look, it's not my money. If, you yeah. want, if they want to spend it, go ahead and do it. Like, Steve Justin Verlander yeah. would be great. But for this team, that's a really short window. And I do think when he hits the wall, it's going to go. But okay, so that market's getting thinned out, right? Don't uh. freak out about Kyle Gibson. That's Lyles. If you read any baseball reporting, 
the Orioles are in on Chris Bassett. They're in on Tyon. on Jamison Tyon. They're in on some other guys in that second tier. I, I, let's see them. Let's see them pull the string on one of them. Yeah, close it. Close the deal. By the way, I, I would love for the Mets to now go get David Price. So then the Orioles could play the Mets in the World Series and beat all three of those guys like they did in the 2014 playoffs. Like they beat yeah, all that three. would be something. They, yeah. they beat Scherzer, Verlander, and Price in the 2014 playoffs. So let's make that happen. And now, I don't know if you guys saw this, the Marlins have basically told teams, like, we're not trading Sandy, but anybody else yeah. will listen. Everybody so else available. If that, and that's looked like a trade match for the Orioles. So whether that's Jesus Lazardo, whether that's Pablo Lopez, whether it's the kid Rogers who competed for the Cy Young a year before and then ended up back in AAA last year, um, that's another avenue that the Orioles are obviously going to continue to explore. No, it's day one of the winter meetings. I mean, you're hoping that the Orioles make a move of substance during all of this, and we're going to have Rockabaco on tomorrow who is at the winter meetings. But this is when things are heating up and you're starting to see more moves being made in free agency now. Also, congratulations to Fred McGriff, yes. unanimously, unanimously selected by the Contemporary Era Committee. He is now a Hall of Famer. A wrong has been right. That guy had 493 home runs, missed time because of work stoppages. He should have been in the Hall of Fame a whole long time ago. Uh, happy for him. He was the only guy voted in. No Barry Bonds, no Kurt Schilling, no Raphael Point. None of these guys. This was the contemporary guys. All the steroid guys and Kurt Schilling did not get the votes. Yeah, I'm glad McGriff is in. He deserved it. For my, my money, he was one of the best players. Of yes. His, one of the best pure hitters of his era. And I saw the length and breadth of yeah, his career. Saw it all. He had 493 home runs. If he had seven more home runs in his career, he would have been automatic. Right. Like, this was a miss. Hey, coming up next, we'll get to text of the day and get you ready for Baltimore Game Day Uncensored, the Daily Show. How we blown will, are you tonight on BFT? Blown. Extra blown. Monday will, and Thursday. And and there's no Cordell to carry you. No. No. This is all He's me. He's with Baby Jackson. Oh. This is all me. So we will preview that next here on The Fan. Is there another Ripken kid you can get? Access. Wyman. The Ginger Gorilla. Lock and Fora. JLC, it's built in. And Barbalace. T-Bone and his nonsensical amusement Ooh. park. Inside Access, 105.7 The Fan. We are minutes away from Baltimore Game Day Uncensored. I can't wait. The Daily Show. And T-Bone, what do you got on the show tonight? We're going to continue to break down this epic win from the Ravens, ten to nine over the Broncos. Epic is a bit of a stretch. No, we got to build it up. Ken. Right. We got to build it up. Don't we, tell we him how to run yeah, his show, yeah. Gigi. Damn you micromanage this show enough. I think yeah. I think he's just using a little poetic license there with the uh, no. epic. No, I, it's going to be. A it phenomenal... would have been an epic loss. Yes, it would have. You lose true. to Russ. It's going to be a phenomenal show, oh, as I know it that. always is, because it's a day that ends in Y, Ken Wyman. We're going to Ooh, give out our that. game balls. We're going to do a drive of the game. We're going to hear the fresh sound from John I got a Harbaugh. feeling I know the drive of the game. Well, oh, you stay I tuned. don't know that there's a whole lot of mystery there. Yeah, but, uh, you got to stay tuned. Field goal drive. Unless, gonna, unless you're like going for irony. I think there's really only one <laughs> drive the of the James game. The James Prochet pass. It was... <laughs> It's my show, okay? It could be any drive. Come on. That's right. We're, we're going to get mic'd up. Here from Roquan Smith, Tyler Huntley, Mark Andrews, also playback. Tyus Bowser. Met with him in the locker room after the game, and we'll take. You had a legit sit well. down. 410 583 105. So we're going to hear from the fans. Will you play my questions to Tyler Huntley? Uh, we might be able to. I mean, we got an hour and a half. Oh, we're yeah. extra blown. Yeah. We're extra blown. Fill in time. Yeah. In lieu of Cordell being here or yeah, a know. member of the Ripken family? Yeah, no member of the Ripken There's no family. other Ripkins for you to recruit? Well, possibly. his sister, Ryan's sister. I'm not touching that one. Mm. 
Bill or Fred? <laughs> yeah. 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 Is there a Fred? Fred There's think... Fred Ripkins, his other brother. Oh, really? Bill and Cal's brother. I tell you what. Fred. Is Fred older, younger? That I don't remember. I think but there's a Fred Ripkin. BFT with Bill would be a lot of fun. It would be. Yeah. He would put the B Bill. They put the B in Bill with the B BFT. We yeah. should get Bill. We should. We should reach out to Bill. We should. We should. We should. Is effort. he camped out at the uh, winter meetings? We, he should. We Maybe. should effort that. We should effort that. Let's get the text today, Stony Balloon. Check one two check. Text of the day sponsored by Wawa. Hey, this holiday season, head to Wawa, pick up a Wawa gift card, or wait, there's other gift cards out there. Brands like Apple, Amazon, Uber. Great for anyone on your list. Available on a rack at the register. Guys, we talked about Maryland's big win on Friday, and people are getting fired up. I was at the doctor's office earlier today, and the doctor was talking about it with me. People are getting fired up, and today's text says, Great MD Terps win. It's great to see Coach Willard knows how to close out games. Turgeon always collapsed at the end. Hold on, was this you or the texter at the doctor's office? No, I oh, oh. I was at the doctor's I, office. Yeah. I was just oh, giving okay. context, Wait, and right. people are getting no, fired up for time out. Are you, are you okay? I'm good, yeah. Okay, good, because yes. I was concerned. <laughs> it's not deathly, no. Okay, Jeez, everything's good. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm Ken, worried about. I worried about it, the balone. I don't want to lose the balone. Ken just, always I, goes I, I, he hey, does. I'm the, I'm the only one here in the he room. He defaults that, to death. I, I'm the only one in the room that was concerned about your <laughs> thank, well-being. Thank so. you, Ken. It sounded thank like you. a normal checkup to me. <laughs> yeah, it didn't sound I'm like at the doctor. I just it I sound like there's a reason for concern. <laughs> did, did, did check the balone. I, I just want to make sure everything's good. The lettuce on the balone's kind of getting uh Falling out a little bit, so that's oh, what we're getting checked okay. up on. Oh. We talked about this, yeah, alopecia. Yeah. Oh what? yeah, that's never, right. It was it was a stone cold fact. We never know stone cold fact. No. I mean, look at that lettuce. Yeah. I remember all the stone cold facts, Tom. I, I care. That's why I'm. You remember Stony? Those Towson men get, keep getting it done. No, eight and one. And their one loss was down in Savannah, yeah, Georgia. It was so. close. Have you busted out the Feltz jersey yet? I have not. Uh, that that doesn't get out too often, to be honest with you. Uh, but if I do. go again, I th- if I go if, with you guys, if we do oh, a show trip, that's, it's coming oh, that's, out. That's baked in the cake. And with Jimmy. We got oh, yeah. With Jimmy. Jimmy. We yes. got with be. Jimmy. Who shows up like a hurricane for like a quarter or a half, <laughs> yeah. a half of the game. Yeah. Let's Not, do it. Great jersey, Stone. Well, I was about to say, you really didn't talk about your hijinks Well, we didn't have Jimmy. time. I could, yeah. You want me to talk about it tomorrow? I will. Yeah, it was a great time. Went to oh, Bentley's. Yeah. I mean, Hung out with SVP. Yeah, SVP. SVP. Said, he, made the, he was on the broadcast, yeah, Jason. You I was saw sitting him? right by SVP. Yeah. They heard you. The, the, the mic picked you up, overheard you bragging. Humble bragging? Uh, no, I don't humble brag at all. I'm, I'm, it was all, okay. it's all, the mayor of College Park rules uh, that When's area. He, we got to get him back on the show. Oh, I, he was supposed to be on Friday. Did you give him a hard time? Yeah, he did. He I did, did shine yeah. us. said, I didn't know what was going on. I had stuff to, <laughs> I'm sorry. Sunshine's always good. We'll He's get sunshine best. on this week. What do we got tomorrow? Tomorrow, speaking of the Terps, uh, part of their broadcast with Johnny Holiday, Walt Williams, Chris Naki is going to be joining us to talk about the Terps. Ranked 13th, Rockabaco. He's live at the winter meetings. We'll talk to Rock. Rita Hubbard, part of the One Winning Drive podcast. She was at the game. At the game. I was pinch hitting for Cordell on these last two uh, segments. Shout out, Cordell. 
Don't say I'm not a team player. Yeah, it's player. about time. Don't say it's I'm about not time a team player. That, that had been a one-way street <laughs> yes. for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and some more hijinks as well. We'll be back tomorrow at 2, but Baltimore Game Day Uncensored. The Daily Show is next, so BFT. keep it locked in to 105.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.